on. I'm on three You're listening to Ithaca Now, WICB's weekly news program focused on stories in the Ithaca community. I'm your host, Sarah Payne, and thanks for joining us. On tonight's show, we're going to hear from News Director George Christopher as they sit down with Tompkins County Legislator-elect Susie Curry to discuss their priorities and goals as the newest member of the county legislator. But first, let's hear from Caroline Grass with this week's Community Beat and Jordan Broking with this week's Politics Beat. Two days ago, 32-year-old Jonathan A. Roberts pleaded guilty to second-degree manslaughter, admitting he was driving under the influence which caused the crash that killed local musician Joseph L. Arguello in March. Second-degree manslaughter is the most serious charge against Roberts and carries a sentence of 5 to 15 years. But Roberts also faces charges of reckless driving, criminally negligent homicide, and leaving the scene of a personal injury incident without reporting. Ariella was 49 and a father of two on an extended visit in Ithaca when the crash occurred. He played multiple instruments and had been in multiple Ithaca area local bands. Roberts will be sentenced on April 21, 2023. The city of Ithaca has been allocated $1.3 million of federal funding from a larger $8.5 million dedicated to the southern tier for community development to help reduce flooding in the city's waterways. The waterways tend to overflow with significant rain and through ice melting when the weather turns warm in the spring. Michael Thorne, Superintendent of Public Works, told the Ithaca Voice that more information about the funding's requirements and details will be known next month and said the money will allow the city to start a design process. Thorne said the project will include constructing flood walls or barriers and installing backflow prevention devices, among other tactics to reduce flood risk. In a new initiative to make going to the movie theaters more inclusive and accessible for Ithacans, the Cinemopolis on the Commons is starting Mass Tuesdays, where patrons and staff will wear masks and candy and snacks will be only sold to go. Mass Tuesdays will start this coming week, and the theater also has captioned Wednesdays, where movies have closed captioning on the big screen for movies that have captions available. Matthew Davids has been hired as the Community Justice Center's first data analyst and will be collecting and analyzing data in addition to presentation activities for the joint county and city reimagining public safety plans. The Community Justice Center is a collaboration between Tompkins County and the City of Ithaca, and the Reimagining Public Safety 2023 Work Plan document lays out multiple initiatives for the year. Included is developing a, quote, comprehensive community healing plan to address trauma in the relationship between residents and law enforcement. Also included is evaluating existing law enforcement response models and working towards implementing alternative responses for crisis intervention and identifying new and redesigning old curriculum to create a culturally responsive training program, including de-escalation elements for law enforcement. For WICB News, I'm Caroline Grass. This is your weekly politics beat. I'm Jordan Broking. The city of Ithaca is moving closer to finalizing the roles of the city manager. During last week's city administration committee meeting, Chief of Staff Deb Mullenhoff gave a presentation outlining the duties the city manager would have and other details that will be worked on for the coming time. One of the big roles included in the city manager's description includes handling department hirings and firings with oversight given by the Common Council. Mullenhoff said the timeline to post a job application is still murky but could be in place next month. The Trumansburg Board of Trustees discussed changing the name of the Greg Street footbridge in honor of women who shaped the village, both in the past and future. Board member Marcia Horn says she thought of the idea 
After thinking about how many women in the community founded many organizations, including the Historical Society, one issue presented, however, were the legal implications of renaming the bridge, causing the board to consider dedicating it to Trumansburg women instead. But no resolution has been passed thus far. Heather Campbell, who served as the executive director of the Advocacy Center of Tompkins County, resigned from her role last Monday, being put into effect this Wednesday. Campbell's resignation comes as she moves to serve as deputy director of the New York State Coalition Against Domestic Violence. She worked with the Advocacy Center for 25 years, and board president of the center, Terry Brace, said Campbell's contributions cannot be overstated. The search for both an interim and permanent executive director is now underway. Staff members at the Advocacy Center also recently unionized. The management of the organization recognized its staff as members of the Elmira-based Communication Workers of America, Local 111. The unionization process began five months ago, leading to several meetings and a vote without government oversight due to the center voluntarily agreeing to the union. This is now the third private sector union to form in Ithaca in the last year, as it now joins Suicide Prevention and Crisis Services, as well as Banks Ambulance Services. For Ithaca Now, I'm Jordan Broking. You are listening to Ithaca Now. I'm your host, Sarah Payne. Last fall, Tompkins County lost 3rd District Legislator Henry Gunnison after a battle with cancer. This, pa- this past week, a special election was held to choose Gunnison's successor with Democrat Susan Curry winning unopposed. News Director George Christopher sat down with Curry to learn more about her and her goals with this county legislator. On Tuesday, a special election was held in the Tompkins County Legislature's 3rd District. The election was called after the resignation of two-term Democrat Henry Granison last year. Granison resigned due to his battle with cancer and passed away shortly after. Local Democrats chose former director of the Tompkins County Public Library, Susan Curry, as their nominee. Curry ran unopposed, taking over 98% of the vote, according to unofficial results published by the County Board of Elections. With Curry's victory, Democrats will return to the 11-3 majority they briefly lost after Granison resigned in October. I'm incredibly honored. Um, I am hoping to honor the legacy of Henry Granison, who was my representative because he was a representative of District 3, and um, I'd like to honor his legacy of service. Well, Henry, um, you know, I knew him because he also... Uh, was a volunteer at Tompkins County Public Library when I was there. So he was about uh, helping people. And that's something I very much believe in, supporting our community, helping people, finding solutions. Um, So I feel really, I feel good about um, being in the legislature. It's something that I have wanted to do. Um, And this seemed like a great opportunity to honor a great guy and to give back to the community. Granison had a reputation amongst his colleagues for communication with his constituents. Kerry says she hopes to continue to keep communication lines open between residents of the 3rd District and their representative. That was something that Henry did wonderfully, and I think everyone really appreciated. And um, uh, the people that I have talked with in the district, that was something that they would like to see continue. Um, In all of my uh, positions previously, um, most recently as director of the public library, I have a strong belief in more communication is better. And in fact, in 2021, I was asked to come back to the library as uh, an interim director while they were doing a search for a new one. 
And um, one of the things that they talked about was communication. So I, every single day I sent out a daily communication to the staff with updates and uh, kept them posted on what was happening during COVID. Um, so I believe in a lot of communication and that's something that I plan to do regularly. Um, committee reports for committees that I'm assigned to and uh, you know, whatever pertinent news I think is, you know, is important. I don't wanna overburden the emails of our of everyone in District 3, but I um, I do believe in consistent communication. I think it's very important. Granderson also is known for speaking up for diversity, equity, and inclusion. Curry says she can continue that advocacy. Yes, I do, as a woman and as a lesbian. I absolutely can. Um, I, um, you know, I remember very different days uh, when I first started working. So um, I believe in diversity. It's something that I think we should all support. Curry says she's been interested in pursuing public office for some time. She also says her experience in the library system will help her in the legislature. Well, you know, when I worked as director of Tompkins County Public Library, and I've lived in Ithaca since 1979, and um, I'm a longtime librarian. I was at Cornell for a long time and did a five-year stint commuting from Ithaca to Binghamton. But when I was um, as the director, the, the public library is an agency of the county. So I had to really work closely with the county legislature. So um, that job demonstrated to me the direct impact of the infrastructure of local government and the impact on our, our lives, our daily lives. So I became really interested in how the county managed all of its agencies and departments. Um, and that was something that um, I wanted to be a part of. As a veteran of a county department, Curry spoke positively about the people working in county government and in her former role at the public library. I think that you know there's a lot of new people in the county since I was there. There's a new county administrator. Um, um, I see really great communication, but you know I haven't started in this role yet, so that's something that I'm looking forward to learning more about. For the library, um, you know, I have not been the director since um, the early part of 2021, so couldn't really speak to that. But um, I do know that the county legislature was very supportive. There's a fantastic new library director. Um, I encourage you to go to the public library and meet her. She's wonderful. Um, and she could speak more to what the challenges are. Um, uh, you know, the library is an agency of the county. Um, and there are you know, something like 700 employees of the county. So there's a lot for me to learn. Um, I do know a lot of the departments in the, because I've worked with a lot of them through the library. Um, so I'm not sure if I'm answering your question, but I, I think that one of the things I am looking forward to, I have been going to legislative meetings. One of the things I'm looking forward to is really becoming um, familiar with what are the current challenges that are facing all of the departments, the agency, uh, the entire county. When it comes to the priorities for District 3, Curry mentions housing and food insecurity as key issues, but also urges the district to contact her with specific concerns. Well, uh, the committees that I asked to join are Health and Human Services, uh, because I certainly think you know housing is an issue, homelessness, um, uh, food insecurity, 
and I would want to, and I have invited the um, the third district to send me their concerns and questions, and I'm hoping to get some uh, responses to them to know what they are interested in my pursuing. However, Curry makes it clear that she feels the county and city governments have been working to alleviate these issues. I think they are doing it. Um, the county and the city have been in conversation about um, you know, homelessness and what needs to be done. Um, and I think that some of the, um, the American Recovery Act community funds um, will be directed toward that. As I said, just starting, but um, I have always paid attention to what the legislature has been doing um, at the community. I'm really impressed with our county legislature. Um, every single member is dedicated, hardworking, um, and I, especially during the pandemic, I saw the, the, the county and the city and the town work really closely together to navigate that. Um, I think we're really fortunate where we live. We have a really dedicated government. As Curry prepares to enter the legislature, she discusses the committees she will be joining and hopes in a few weeks she'll be able to report back as she settles in to her new role. So health and human services, government operations, um, and, oh, I'm looking forward to this one, uh, planning, energy, and environmental quality. So um, once I'm sworn in, I will start to go to all of those meetings. I have been attending meetings as a member of the public, but now will officially become uh, a member of the legislature. You may want to call me back in a month or so and ask me all the same questions. Um, but uh, those are the committees I'm going to be on. Mainly that I'm really looking forward to representing District 3, and I'm really honored to be serving, and I'm anxious to get in there and give back to my community. Reporting for Ithaca Now, I'm George Christopher. That's all for tonight's edition of Ithaca Now. You can listen to all of our stories on WICB.org, and if you'd like to listen to past shows, follow WICB on SoundCloud, and subscribe to Ithaca Now to hear the show anywhere, anytime. Also subscribe to the latest to hear our daily newscasts every weekday. Just search WICB News Presents on your favorite podcast app. For more updates throughout the week, follow WICB News on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. This show wouldn't happen without the support and assistance from manager of television and radio operations, Jeremy Menard, WICB station manager, Connor Hibbard, and program director, Harrison Kona. Thank you. Ithaca Now is produced by news director, George Christopher. All of the music for my show's intro and outro comes from Dr. Dundreth of Louisville, Kentucky. Have any feedback, story ideas, just want to say hi? Feel free to reach out by emailing news at wicb.org. We'll be back with a full episode of Ithaca Now at 7 p.m. next Sunday.